And hello, welcome to the unofficial, unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. Gotta get a shorter name. Uh, I'm Dan, and once again with me is Sarah. G'day, Sarah. Hello. <laughs> hello from sunny England. Sunny Shit. We've had a few races this last week. Yes, we are stacked with races all around the world. It was It's just been an amazing week. I think um, last time I spoke to you, we had just had Guick. Guick, Gerardsburg and Guick, which went up the moor. And it went up the moor with sunny green trees. You like how you... It just felt wrong when you saw the video. That's because weird. you've got this like iconic moor climb that everyone's videoed. And all these little green trees and sunlight. Dapple shade. Very bizarre. Anyway, um, Elisabeth de Vocht won that last week with Sharon Laws in second and Elisa Longo Borghini. And then the peloton, it's split up. It's all over the world at the moment, yeah? So we've got three series of races. In America, uh, in North America, I should say, we've got the Canadian ones. So we have the Chrono Gatineau, which is the Canadian um, individual time trial. And that happened on uh, Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Saturday. And it was a specialised Lululemon complete walkover. Um, Clara Hughes won. She's the Canadian in the team. She's fucking incredible. Uh, massive, super. If you don't know about Clara Hughes, you have to go and look her up because she's amazing. She's like a former um, cycling Olympian and uh, speed skating world Olympic champion. She's superb. And she's coming back for the Olympics. In second place were her teammates, Evelyn Stevens and Amber Nevin. Um, then Tara Witten from Tipco, another Canadian, came fourth. And then Ina Yoko Tuschenberg, another specialist, specialised Lululemon, was fifth. So they basically just ate that race for breakfast, yeah? Well, um, I, I don't know. I thought that they were a little bit scared. I mean, did you see Bridie's blog? Someone stole her bike like two minutes <laughs> before her start time, so... <laughs> and did you see tonight? Apparently a whole load of the Tipco bikes have got nicked as well. I know. But... This is turning into a regular theme in women's cycling. Guys, uh, actually not just guys, everyone in general, let's just get this really, really clear right now. Women's cycling's hard enough. Stop stealing their <laughs> fucking bikes. And, and as FMK said on Twitter, what the fuck do you do with 14 uh, pro-painted-up Tipco bikes built for women? It's like, it's not even like you can say, I don't know, there's going to be some really weird fencing in boys' Idaho. Yeah, well, exactly. There's some really, really, really shifty meth head. In on, on a corner in in Boise, just going, man, you need a bike. You need a bike. You need a bike. I've got fourteen. It's a lady bike too. It's got it's got bars that you can lean on. Like you don't even have to sit up. You can sniff the saddle. Yeah, yeah. You can do lines. Do lines off these. Yeah, that's what they're for. Well, anyway, Chrono Gatineau, won by Clara Hughes. Uh, specialised Lululemon completely dominated the whole thing. And then Monday, they have uh, the GP Gatineau. I mean, in between the two races, right, they have all these fantastic things like mass participation rides and kids rides and fantastic things. It was a really great Canadian cycling festival. So then they had the GP, GP Gatineau. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and Ina Yoko Tutenberg won that because, you know, why not? Exactly. Um, <laughs> it was some crazy race. They had uh, for ages. Tara Whitten was out there by herself, and then Bridie joined her, and then they were dragged back. And then everyone had a go, but it ended up in a four-man sprint with Tutenberg, Rochelle Gilmore of Farron Honda, mm -hmm. Alona Andruk, who was out there with Estonia, and Canadian Joelle Newmanvale. Okay. And you know, you're out there in a sprint of four women, and one of them is Ina Yoko Tutenberg. 
dot 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 it's you know <laughs> but you're such fact, a cynic <laughs> no she's so good i mean she's just fucking but the thing about ina is she's not written that much this year i think her you know she's got one her big goal is the olympics and she's talked about retiring after this after this season but she's amazing and after the race there are all these photos of her playing with the champagne on the podium in a way that is you know like there's years of experience in the way she's spraying that champagne around she knows exactly what to do so fun times fun times in canada I've just got the weirdest mental of, of Eno with the champagne at the moment, so, you know. Oh, you know what? I think we should always have links to the pictures. <laughs> you know, she, it's, just, it's just insane. You've never seen anyone make champagne this big. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, she just, I'm not like, doubting the veracity of your statements. I'm just struggling <laughs> to comprehend them. It's just a bit too big. It's <laughs> anyway. Too- a bit too early in the morning for this much. <laughs> so, um, so while while half the peloton were out in Canada, the there was a GP Con- Comune de Conoredo in Italy on Sunday. Now, this is a race that's generally dominated by the Italians, but they had this year the Dutch national team. Um, you know, in women's cycling, sometimes the women ride races in their trade team. Sometimes they come together in the national team. Anyway, the Duchies had Marianne Vos, Annemiek van Vleuten, Luce Gunnewijk and Iris Slappendel. And it was pouring with rain and the course is really technical, full of corners. And basically, uh, Vos and Slappendel start, um, just, just, just decided to go for a little bit of a time trial practice together. And <laughs> road and road and road all by themselves in the rain and the corners and the rain and the grey. And then um, Iris won. And apparently, I haven't looked this up yet, but apparently that was Iris Slappendale's first UCI victory. Oh, really? And yeah, wow. I know. She's such a good rider. Um, I saw, yeah, because I saw the video of um, the highlights of it, and, man, that was an <laughs> incredible race. Like, it was just, the weather was filthy. It was so it was... atrocious. Um, but, you know, one of the things I loved was um, seeing Mariana just, you know, work and work and work, and then... Um, Iris gets the win, and and you know, like it's always just really nice. The whole team's just over the moon. It's great. Yeah, and when they got on the podium as well, because it says so, so. Annemiek van Vleuten comes third, mm. four minutes, four and a half minutes down. Nuus Hanawait comes fourth. So that's like you know, a top four of Dutchies, yep. and the first four three are on Rabo. But even though um, Hanawait's on um, Greenage this year, Orica Greenage. She's, they all used to ride together, and they all ride on the national team, so they were all super, super happy. Mm. Just, oh, it's, just, it's just happy days. And, and Slappendale had a horrible year last year. I think, basically, um, she's a really good classics rider. And I think in, she just broke her elbow or something in the early bits of the season, and then, she's, you know, and then she just had injury after injury. And then she was caught up in the whole ridiculous Garmin Cervelo thing, you know, with the, fuck, could we even have a team next year? So it's really nice the to see her. The answer was no, <laughs> which sucked. But yeah. yeah, I mean, just just awful, and you know, it must be really super horrible. And there she is. Mm. But it also felt a little bit like it was Mariana Voss saying, "Yeah, this is who I want in, in the Olympic team with me." <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's like so an, she's an, not an official selector, but <laughs> she found a way to make her wishes known. 
yeah but it's i mean and it's and it's like um and they work really well together so it wasn't it's not even a gift i mean i suppose if you're two teammates out together you can say it you know you can not sprint sprint for each other but that's the lovely thing about voss is that she's saying actually this is my teamwork teammate she's worked really hard mm. isn't she fantastic and you know i don't really believe in gifts most of the time but the way the way voss rides with other people sometimes is just you know and either tutenberg does it it's what tutenberg does it as well and I just, it just feels different somehow. And it just feels like it's respectful and it's saying, it's thanking them, it's rewarding them. And I like it. So, so yeah, so um, it's Iris's first UCI victory, which seems incredible. And she's been on the podium all over the place and she's worked her socks off for other people's victories. So, you know, congratulations, Iris. And um, yeah, it's going to be a lot, it's going to be a lot of fun seeing what happens next. Um, It kind of, apparently the Dutch are going to send the, a national team to the Tour of Limousin, which will be their Olympic team. So, you know, it's definitely looking like a Livos van Vluten Groenwijk, but it could be that Iris gets that fourth place. Uh-huh. So watch this space. Okay, the other race yesterday. It's British racing, yeah. It's it's probably about the same as the Aussie as the Aussie series is. You know, it's it's lots of good talent there in the British in the tour, British tour tour series. You've got um, Lucy Garner, who's the current um, junior world champion, and Helen Wyman, who's you know super cyclocross queen. Um, and Twitter queen, really. <laughs> yeah, Helen. Everyone should follow Helen all the time. She's just fantastic. But and she um, doesn't mind yes. being stalked, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, I think if you bought cake, she'd probably let you <laughs> off her toilet. But I think she'd let you in then too. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the tour series, which is a series of city centre crits in Britain. Um, it's, uh, it's, it was on TV tonight as well. They kind of turn it around really quickly. So it's on TV like the day after it's raced. And yesterday was the first women's race and it was won by Annie Simpson, uh, from Matrix, Matrix Prendas. Um, Matrix is the team that used to be Horizon Fitness last year. And it's one, and it's run by Steph Wyman, um, Helen's, in Helen's wintertime mechanic slash Swanee and summertime DS. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so it's a city centre crit, fast and furious. Um, Annie Simpson won out of a break of four, and she had this great interview afterwards where she said, well, I knew I can't corner and I can't sprint, so I thought I'd attack early. <laughs> Brilliant, Annie. And she's only just finished She just finished uni. She had her last exam, like, like a week or two ago. So, you know, really good news for her. And um, they're going to be riding Holland Hills this weekend. So, you know, good luck. Not that I'm partisan. Uh, the other race that started this this week is um, the Tour de Free State in South Africa, and this is a four day a four stage race, four day race. They've got a men's race and a women's race, and South Africans women's racing has been really interesting. They're fun. They've funded quite a lot of the South African riders to come and to come and ride in Europe. So you'll see riders like Ashley Moorman and Cherise Taylor riding for Lotto, um, which is fantastic because they've got a yeah you know, they've got all this uh, talent. And they're really making ways for them to come and be part of the pro peloton. Yeah. So anyway, so this this week the pros go down to them. For, uh, it's a two point one race. It's it's UCI brand new this year, as are a lot of races. 
so it's the first stage of the Tour de Free State today. It was 115 kilometres, and it was won by Alona Andruk um, from Diodora Pastazara, with Emma Johansson of Hightech in second, and Olga Zabalinskaya of Rusfalo in third. And this is probably the first time we've actually seen Olga Zabalinskaya do anything, turn up in any races this year. She's been really, really, really quiet. Um, she came second in a in a t- ITT in Ireland the other week, but apart from that, she's just not been around. So you know, good to see her back, and um, hope she gets onto her Olympic team. Um, so that's the other thing. I mean, there have been these other races. There's been quite a lot of races in um, Venezuela. Venezuela. There's this really. There's this really weird series. There's the Classico Funda Deporte, run, run by Mayra My, del Rossio Rocha. Um, and there's been this Russian race, which I've seen no information on. It's the Tour of Adagea. And you generally, all we've got is like the results. It's really hard to see what's happened out there. So Alexandra Burton-Koba won that race with uh, a rider I've never heard of in second place, Marina Likanova. And then Arena Mladenshaver in third. But looking down the list of riders in it, it's just Russia, 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 Ukraine, Russia, 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 Lithuania. You know, it's one of those races. Right. So, so no, no riders from Georgia. That's interesting. <laughs> I don't even know where Adigaya is. Um, oh, Belarusians. We have Belarusians in there, and yeah, and that's about it. It was like a pretty much solid Eastern European, Eastern European race, Eastern. No, not even Eastern European. It was a pretty much solid, uh, you know, former Soviet block race. So that's what's happened. And coming up, we've got the rest of the tour to free state. Uh, we've got the Exegese tour um, in the USA, which starts tomorrow, which is a big money tour, big money tour. And the last chance to win UCI points in a tour, in a, in a tour that and um, the, the free state. And oh, then on yeah. Sunday. Before the May 31 deadline. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I should. I, I keep saying that, like everyone knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, basically, the May 31 deadline is the important day for UCI um, points. Then that's when the next uh, UCI uh, ranking comes out, and then that decides how many how many riders each Olympic team gets. So very exciting if you're a sad, sad, sad fangirl like me. <laughs> <laughs> or if you, you know, into that whole nationalistic pride thing uh, called the Olympics. Yeah, oh, it's fun. It's fun times for the women. It really is. I mean, it's it's like I know people don't take the Olympics so seriously on the men's side. You know, the men don't really take the world that seriously in some countries, do they? But you know, it's it's really it's actually a really lovely time. It's like you get women cycling right up there um, yeah. on the world stage. And it'll be super exciting, and I really can't wait. I'm 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 a happy fan girl. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. That's what I want. Um, bring well, me Olympics. That, that and four riders for the Great Britain team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four riders and the four riders I want. God damn it! <laughs> we'll, we'll start a breakaway Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yes, well, as in the break, breakaway UCI. But yes, no, it'll all be good. It's it, it's and and it's actually this is you know this is. The last, it's going to be a really exciting time. And, oh, you know, I mean, the course is a bit boring. Um, you can only have, like, a couple of riders riding. It's all a bit bizarre. But, you know, still, Olympics, raw. Women's cycling on TV. You've got to get behind that. And, look, to be honest, I think one of the, the key things I've learned about courses over the last however many years is there's no such thing as an exciting or boring course. It's all yeah. down to how it's raced. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I mean, like Flanders this year, for example, the men's mm. Flanders. Mm. You know, people talking about how boring it was because, it, you know, I mean, just think of think of Paris Roubaix. You know, twenty ten. Once Fabian Cancellara has gone, it's mm. still the most exciting course in the world. But basically, it's just watching Fab win, isn't it? By yeah, yeah. no surprise. <laughs> And cycling fans, we're never happy, goddammit, are we? No, no, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we're just a big pack of whingers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. One minute we're whinging the course is too hard. The next minute we're whinging the course is too easy. You know, they're either dopers. It's not selective enough. It's too selective. Nobody <laughs> wants to see someone win on a down. Oh, no, wait, that was a rider. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's just, yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, this is kind of the beautiful thing about cycling is that the, the sport in its fan base is large enough and diverse enough that no matter what you do, someone's going to feel like that was a shit way to do it. <laughs> you, know? you know, it's true. And in, this is, in publishing the old, the old rule of thumb, which is an incredibly sexist phrase, by the way, um, is that you want to be pissing off 30% of your audience at any given moment. <laughs> the trick to successful publishing is pissing off a different 30% each time. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like when Cav wins, you know, it's like when Cav wins, all the sprints, oh, mm. sprints are boring. I mean, I think the sprint stages are boring on the men's side because, you know, oh, let's trundle 290 million miles to the end and then sprints, you know, why not just start with a sprint? It just cuts down the time. But, yeah, but, I mean, women's racing is really, that's what's really interesting about some of the women's courses is you've got these courses in, in the Netherlands that, you know, on paper they look dull as fuck, they're flat, they're, they're, they're going up and down the canals. But then you factor in the, like, ridiculous headwinds and the sidewinds and the, and the rain and the hail and the snow. And then you factor in the fact that everyone just attacks all the time. So, you know, it's kind of like, as you say, a race is made by the riders, isn't it? It's not made by the course. Mm. I mean, unless you send them over the Stelvio again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, yes, yeah, so that's that's my little that's my little roundup. We've had you know specialized Lululemon killing it in North America, um, Rabobank just the Dutch is taking the Mickey in Europe, and um, and then like the Tour de Free State provides some some scripts that we haven't written already. So um, the predictions uh, predictions for Exergy. Well, I mean, I kind of I can see specialized Lululemon doing to the Exergy tour what they did to the Glacier Oil Ovar when they won every single stage. I, you know, I think that's really. Nice. You think, yeah, you totally. think it can be that dominant? Wow. That's, well, that's kind of awesome. Who they got out there? They've got um, Clara Hughes, Amber Nebben, uh, Eddie Stevens, Ina Teutenberg, Amelia Farley, Trixie Warwick, who's fucking incredible, Ali Stacker. And then they've got Lauren Roney, who's been riding the yeah. American races solo. Like, she's riding for Specialized Lululemon, but she's uh -huh. basically been riding by herself. So it's really good to see how she'll fit back in that team. I mean, she's mm. an Aussie. Yes. She's apparently bitten by a shark. Well, she bit the shark back. It's <laughs> just one of those things. So, so, you know, so looking down, looking down the kind of the velo, the velo, looking down the velo nation, we've made a start list from team press releases. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Because I mean, Georgia Bronzini might get might might get a sprint stage, maybe. I mean, Kristen Armstrong will definitely want to win the time trials, but you know, Clara Hughes is so good at is so good at the long ones, and Ina Thunberg so good at the short ones. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, and then the Aussie team, the Green Age, Green Age, Green Age have got quite an interesting team out there. So you know, with um, pretty much all Aussie in New Zealand except for Claudia Hausler. So that'll be fun times. 
But um, yeah, it'll. I mean, t- and Tibco, the Ameri- the, other, the other team to watch out for with Megan Gornier. Well, Gornier. If, if they get their bikes back. <laughs> yeah, if Tibco get their bikes back, please, thieves, don't steal Tibco's bikes. Well, I mean, <laughs> what were you going to do with them anyway, you idiots? <laughs> idiots. Um, use them for parts. I don't know. But as you said, but the other thing that the Exergy Tour is going to do is it's really going to be interesting about the Olympic selection for USA. Mm-hmm. They've got five riders in the in the mix for it. They've got two spots on the time trial. They're looking to have four riders. And they've got, for the time trial, um, Eddie Stevens is the uh, current American time trial champion. Uh, Kristen Armstrong is like the current Olympic champion and former world champion. Amber Nebbins, another former world champion. So which one do you pick? Mm. So this will be really, really interesting for that. Um, then you've also got Megan Guarnier from uh, Tipco, who's really wants her Olympic spot. She won the Giro Toscana last year. She's been doing really well this year. And then you've got Shelley Old, who's the sprinter. And the interesting thing is that none of the others are real sprinters, and Shelley's just won the um, Chongling Island World Cup. So, you know, really look to this one to see to see the Olympic selection, really. It's going to be fun times in America. Yes. Then, well, it, it, to be fair, it always is fun times in America. <laughs> USA, USA. <laughs> I love you, America. <laughs> anyway, in Europe this weekend, we've got the um. Oh, we've got Holland Hills, Holland Hills, aka Park Hotel, Rudin Hills Classic, aka Valkenburg Classic. And this is just this is this is this is proper Ansel Gold. This year's world champion ter- territory. They go over the Kalberg four times. <laughs> Oh, they're not going over the Kalberg. They're going up. They're going up and down the ridge in other ways. It's going to be spectacular, and that's um, that's another. That's a stage race on Saturday, and it's just you know. I mean, I, my bet is obviously Mariana Cavos, um for the win, but that will be a really really fun race, and it'll have. It's going to be um, riders getting to have a real feel for for what's going, what it's going to be like in the worlds later on the year. And then Sunday, they go into another UCI-rated race, which I'm not going to be able to pronounce this right because, you know, English, we can't. Um, but that's the um, Alberg, um, the Alberg, I'll just call it the Alberg race. They're riding an Alberg, and that'll be, um, that's another, like, proper old-school classic. Yes. So, yeah, so that's, so that's, that's going to be the fun times, fun times in Europe. And then they all go to Spain. Because why not? And they have um, this state individual stage race called Durango, Durango, a Macamine Soria, which Great is <laughs> brilliant, isn't it? Um, this is where we should have had the Valladolid World Cup. But it's, Does it have it's... a tango stage? It feels to me like it should have a tango stage. <laughs> Durango, Durango, tango. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, how no. could it not? I... They should have had the. I mean, it's really, it's really, really, really sad because they should have had the Valladolid World Cup, which was a lovely race. But you know, like so many Spanish races this year, it's gone. Um, and the UCI said they really wanted to do something to help it. Nothing. Well, um, to be fair, that is the most helpful thing the UCI can do in any given <laughs> situation. You do have a point. I mean, after that, they then have a stage race, the Amakumin Bira, which is this Basque stage race. And usually that's known for an uphill time trial. They kind of start, oh, you know, they have this like day normally where they have like an uphill time trial in the morning and then a road race in the afternoon. That's brilliant. It's a lovely little race. I think it's slightly less mountainous and mad. 
but yeah, um, that's 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 what's happening following that. And then for the Americans, they had the Liberty Classic in Philadelphia on the second mm. of June, which is you know where they shut down the center of Philadelphia and ride bikes like crazy people. And it's it's pretty much my favorite American race. And it's then just, doesn't, doesn't the winner get to try and put another crack in the bell? <laughs> Probably. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. The GP Liberazioni. The winner gets her her body weight and her bike weight in rice as the prize. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's like some skinny little girl cyclist and her bike standing on scales, and they give you that much rice, and it lasts you all year. Yeah, so, so we publicly humiliate you and then tell you that you should eat more. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's the point, isn't it? I always kind of thought maybe it's about healthiness. They have a race in America, I can't remember which one, where you basically win a truckload of apples. So whoever, um, whichever team won it, was talking about driving back in the van with the bikes and a whole load of apples. <laughs> <laughs> which all kind of turns to apple juice halfway down the road. Oh, my God. Thank you again, as always, for your time. <laughs> Thank you, sir. It's always a pleasure. Indeed. Um, have a great night, and um, I'll see you in a thread somewhere, and we'll do this again next week.